Yes, so welcome back to the HMO Podcast, episode 4. If you're in episode 4 by now, then you definitely love the show. If you have not caught up with the other episodes, they're on my Spotify page. You can listen to episode 1 to 3 and even 4 now. And if you're a new listener, i really like to say welcome. I hope you enjoy it. So far, I'm having a blast making it. I hope you guys are having as much fun listening to it. And I appreciate you guys for liking, sharing. You know, I'm always dropping links and a lot of you your best to share i really appreciate you guys for that once again welcome to the hmo podcast so like pleo i just opened my anchor app and i saw that it was celebrating milestone listen i had 100 listens at the time 100 like i never expected that at this point i'll have 100 listens like 100 people will actually come down to listen to us have to say well this is not easy like i didn't expect it so i really want to thank everyone who um, shared who has listened to it some people have listened to it more than once people who are always giving me advice on how to get better i really 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 appreciate you guys to those who share my links to those who give me advice on how to share my links man you guys are really really awesome so thank you very much um so this week um i checked on twitter and i saw that rico suave lost his life for those who don't know him, he was a Big Brother housemate at the time when Big Brother was still a good show. That was BBN. He was one of the dope housemates and he seemed very cool. I even heard that I think he kind of stayed in Joss at a point. So um, I heard he was in an accident and after three days he lost his life. So I wish he rests in peace and condolences to his family and friends at this point. So I talked about leaving camp with a heavy heart and tears in my eyes. I wish it was a joke <laughs> but anyway i had my glasses on and people could not see the pain that was behind my eyes and you know i was seeing like my mates my friends who like had ended up in the same local government hugging each other planning their routes and it was just me and the nccf guy told me oh they had a vehicle that was going to utter hands okay nice so i found my way there the vehicle was cheaper and three hours later i was in utter now the first thing that struck me about the place was it was so dusty like the fuck like this is some biblical israelite shit like why is this place so dusty and then the next thing was the roads were so bad it felt like people dug wells on the road and abandoned it like it was so bad and i also found out i also found out later that the um weather changed quickly i think in Ota, it rained every month of the year during my service yes it rained at least once a month every year which was very very strange for me anyways i got to the nccf house and they were welcoming and although i didn't feel comfortable because i don't feel comfortable sleeping anywhere that is not my house number one and then the second thing was because it was a christian family house i felt we were going to be uptight about so many things don't get me wrong we were very wonderful they were welcoming it was nice having a place over my head to sleep especially since i didn't know anywhere and start locating everywhere that day was it was already late some guys were like fuck this shit they cannot stay here they took their bags and went to find um, hotels thank god i did not follow them sapa for finish my life that month as i said your first allowee don't spend it on nonsense it will save your life anyways so um i remember speaking to my dad that evening and i was telling him how i did not expect to be sent to water I remember this strong feeling of wanting to cry. It was strange because, you know, for someone that has not cried in how many years, and then 
that feeling of loneliness oh my god and i was also sick i knew that if i continued speaking on the phone i'll probably burst into tears and i also find out that that was a very normal thing i spoke to a lot of couples and i've heard of people who actually cried someone in particular his own stood out for me he told me he was calling one of the girls he was friends with from camp and she was telling him it would be fine and all that and he actually busted into tears <laughs> like this guy was a hard guy like somebody that would be like this guy probably fights cows for a living or something and the, the guy is telling how he busted into tears man that was really really funny so nothing really prepares you mentally for the loneliness you feel for when you leave camp so anyway um nccf house was nice there were boys and girls from big halls there were wonderful people i met there now they fed they offered accommodation you have i think a three-day free period they offer accommodation after some time i think for a small payment it's not so expensive sha. and it also comes with feeding although you guys cook in tons i think i cooked once in the house unfortunately for me it was beans were eating that day i did not sleep coupled with the fact that they wake you up by 4 30 every morning and then before you sleep you still doing that night prayers god like you just left camp thinking you are going to die from sleep like you won't sleep for three days after the sleep deprivation you know waking up by 4 30 every day sleeping around 12 and you just want to sleep and then these guys are waking you up for prayer it's so annoying but they are made it clear that if you don't like their rules you are free to leave and since you don't have any way you have no choice although it got to the point where many of us started dodging in fact they noticed it they had to come and speak just <laughs> very good time so that was one of the things i noticed about the house those there are prayers and there were some special prayers anyways it was not just my setting it's not just my thing now there are some rules that you have to follow like one of them was not wearing slippers in the chapel which was understandable they had a list but two stood out for me number one they said no wearing of shorts and sleeveless in the house i did not understand that because who is getting turned on by shorts and sleeveless like if you do you have a serious problem i'm not even kidding Anyway, the second rule was no dating someone in the house. I didn't understand that. Isn't NYT where you come to find your future wife and all that bullshit? I'm surprised people are now saying you should not date each other. So I should go and date child of the world. Anyway, those rules were, they were just so clear to me that I could not stay in the house. And anyway, uh, they offered a place to stay while I was sorting out my um, posting situation. But at least they were wonderful enough to help us locate our PPAs where we posted and how much it was going to cost. Now, the following day, I remember leaving after I've been told the cost of transportation from our place to the local government, which was about 150. Now, coming from Jos, 150 is a lot of money for transportation to anywhere. Jos is not so expensive that you spend 150 going to far distances like that, unless on special occasions or special reasons. But here it's a very normal time. That thing was bike. They like to put two people on bike, two random people. That was very strange for me. So I didn't like to climb bikes unless it was absolutely necessary. So I got to the junction, I remember, and I asked this KK man, I was going to this place, how much was it? The place that they just told me was 150, and this guy looked at me, I was like, eh, because it's you, copper, is 500. <laughs> 500k. And as I also find out, they like to cheat coppers there. Yeah, this was also another strange thing for me because coming from Plateau State, I've seen how they cheat coppers. Coppers get free rides, you get free food. Like, you know, you get to meet wonderful people. I mean, um, because of the insecurity now, it's a little more difficult. You can't trust people offering you free rides. But it was something that happened. But here, I'm seeing that people like, I remember my first day in Otter. 
a journey that as I will soon find out will cost about 500 naira. I spent 3000 naira because these guys, once they just see you, they know how they will take you on their vehicle and because they know they will not, you don't know anywhere, they will just taunt you, taunt you, and tell you, ah, this is the price, man. You know, you're back, but very aggressive. <laughs> and one of the best things I also experienced was beggars. Now, in just whenever you see a beggar, you can tell that that guy is a fucking beggar or that lady is a beggar because they look like beggars. But in the West, beggars will even dress nicer than you. And I remember, I think that phase after I had spent 3k on transportation, I was so broke. I just had the money that was going to take me back to the NCCF house. And these two boys uh, approached me and they said, Copa, give us money and stuff. And I told them, sorry, please. I would have loved to give you, but I don't have. The next thing that they did surprised me. They just started to fire insults at me. Oh my God. <laughs> I did not expect this. Like, I've never expected this. I'm used to Amadjuris. Amadjuris, if you ignore them, they will leave you alone. All this behavior. But this one started to insult me and said I was very, very stingy. Oh boy. <laughs> they on top of me and my money. That opened my eyes to a lot. Like, once somebody talks to you, in fact, you don't pay them any mind. Like, just dodge, just leave. And it builds one kind of anger and, you know, one kind of attitude in you. I guess that's the Yoruba way that they keep talking about, yeah. But that was one of the strange things I noticed about the place. Now, about my posting, I remember going to the first school I was posted. As I mentioned, they made mistake on my course, so I was posted to a school. Now, as I got to the school, I explained to the lady that straight up, I wanted to leave because I didn't want to stay in Ottawa. And she was kind enough to understand. But before then, she saw my course, Industrial Chemistry, and she's thanking God, ah, you must be able to take maths, further maths, biology, physics, chemistry. Ah, ah, Koko asked me if I can perform open heart surgery. Like, it doesn't make any sense now because once they see a certain type of courses on your course form, on, on your NYC posting, and you come to school, they expect you can take all the science subjects. It's people that study engineering, um, you know, chemistry, microbiology, things like that. They expect you can take all the science subjects and they want to kill you for maybe 80,000 naira. But anyway, the woman was understanding and she offered me rejection. So I went back to secretariat and when they realized the mistake, they told me I should look for a posting anywhere I wanted to work. And thankfully, Otta had a lot of industries. But here was the issue. The batch in which we were sent was the batch that was very unlucky because it has already been filled. So if you are going for service and you have the option, you can choose to go for batch A or batch C. Those are the, like the best batches. But if you are going batch B stream two, getting postings are very difficult. Like good postings. It's not impossible, but it's difficult. So I remember I opened the catalog of industries and I started to call. I made that day I must have made almost 50 calls. I remember this particular one, this Indian man picked. And I was like, hello, I'm a copper from so so. I studied industrial chemistry. I was just calling to find out if there was a post in your company. And this man went all Sharuf Khan on me. Like, this guy went all Rajodas. Hello, who is this? How did you get my number? You stupid. Ah, Baba, I'm just calling. How will Indians be insulting me in my country like this? Oh my god, that guy went to town on me. Like, oh. Anyways, I went back home defeated. And. It was just really, really sad. Like, I just wanted to leave. But I remember that coppers, usually in schools, they get posting and like you get um, accommodation. And also, Banky W in his movie Up Not, which I keep preferences, <laughs> you get accommodation and you probably get feeding. So I started to look for good schools. I remember one school in particular I was asking me to come with 
x-ray my national identification my thumbprint ah uh-uh. cuckoo asked for my certificate of life or something like i don't understand if they're trying to steal my identity i applied for a lot of schools but the easiest ones that were close to me i remember i had two options now i picked one of the schools because on their site they had such exciting things on their website huh, and their hr was just such a nice person like she was so nice that woman was so so nice like they don't if i if, if she was running like a kidnapping ring she should be the face of the operation because that woman was so nice anyway i selected this school i also remember i got this other posting to a school i noticed something was up when i saw that the school did not have a website they had a dope name though but no website as i went to the school it looked like where they kept kidnapped victims and i knew there was no fucking way i was staying here so i finally accepted my school and i remember that first day they gave me one dingy room <laughs> the room had one window <laughs> and it was not painted and it was inside the hostel oh my god and i saw the room i was like oh god what the fuck but i thought anyway i'll just stay here for a while and you know get another place to walk but yeah i left and as i came back man it didn't get any better because you are staying in the hostel with Ajibo children who when there's no water they don't like to flush and then the toilet was near my room oh god i could go into details into that but like let's just say the accommodation was not nice and then because i was also not used to the weather the room could get extremely hot like extremely hot man oh god <laughs> it was not for you at all anyway that was that was about my room man i i really learned a lot in the school i almost posted like i learned a lot of valuable life lessons i met a lot of teachers and thankfully i was able to teach a few subjects also wonderful students like i also met evil bosses like you know there's always or should i say there are always those people who don't really have any power but because they like have the ogre's attention they like to oppress other people i met their type there very very useless people i see i remember these incidents when the um boss of the school which was the son of the owner he gave a speech about how he knew the school standards were falling and he understands if any staff wants to leave and <laughs> he said if anybody wants to leave they should raise their hand and some people raised their hand almost my guy sacked all of them <laughs> like man that one was really really evil anyways they made me and the other copa that idea they made us do so much work like they gave us so much work and i remember our money was deducted once and then another month we're not even paid entirely because man claimed we didn't work like i just got a lot of life experience in that place it was just hell honestly and as i tried living as i said the batch in which i came was not a great batch so it was very difficult getting but i remember me and my friend working to their industrial estate and we got rejected by like 40 companies that day <laughs> like i've never been rejected so much in my life but you know such is life now otter i would say otter was a bad place honestly otter was a decent place it's not the greatest place for a copper because for once in the cost of living not just otter the west as a whole the cost of living is kind of high especially when you're coming from the north the cost of living was high i remember there was this tablet i had to use and where i'm coming from they sell a tablet at two naira per tablet in where i was or should i say where i was serving they were selling 10 naira per tablet you can imagine the difference it's naira difference and that was just like a little example there's so many things like so your alawi could not go far 
and you know people don't know that your allowance is not going far you are there suffering fighting for your life seeing shaggy on a daily and somebody is telling you ah omar i beg i feel see urgent 3k urgent 3k even god self because 3k out of your 3k is 10 percent even god that's the thing he's asking for you want to be dragging the space of god in my life no it cannot work now so in Otaya, basically dragging or fighting for everything with Yahoo boys because you know Yahoo boys don't drag and there are plenty in Abeokuta and Otaya states the West generally. You know Yoruba people are smart, and since there are no jobs, they have started to use the knowledge for that. Sense. So those things affect the cost of living there. Like it was just really really difficult. Like doing bad moments during the service. So I can't really say they were like great moments during the service, but there were a lot of bad moments. Shit. I remember this particular one. The phone I was using um, fell from my khaki pocket to the road. It was Jesus Christ. Like it fell face down on the road. I was just lucky that vehicle did not climb it. You can imagine. And as I found out, they were not making the parts anymore. So I had to buy the screen from a black market person. It, I, I think I spent double the original price on buying that screen it was a really terrible period my hard drive like there were so many bad things that happened that i would say a lot of things that could have happened the only bad thing that i would say could have happened that did not happen was that i did not die <laughs> like i really saw shaggy i knew what he meant like at this adult in a scam on god now scam but yeah i would say all you know like gained a lot of valuable experience during service and i won't say i regret going but honestly if federal government had just agreed to give us the money you know to start up in life rather than making us suffer for a period of one year i would have really taken that anyways um the next thing is your family doing service your family doing service will be your cds i chose drug-free cds because it kind of aligned with my course and it was fun i met a lot of dope people like a lot of dope people ah man like they were really dope people but if you take my advice, go and join something like culture and tourism, a group where they just chill all the time and have fun. Those are the best groups of CDS. Anyway, me and my friend ran for um, CDS positions because we wanted it as a position to meet more people, especially beautiful ladies. <laughs> we didn't know the stress of the position. We didn't end up meeting the beautiful ladies the way we expected it to happen. But all in all, it was fun, sure and then pop you know collect your certificate and get the fuck out because apparently they said they found a Boko Haram leader or something in Abeokuta at the time so they didn't want to waste our time with pop so we got the rubbish pop people didn't even play drama in it so we just went to collect our certificate to pictures and got the fuck out all you know i was saying service was rubbish and ask the question in one of the first episodes do you think nyc should be scrapped if you think nyc should be scrapped i'll be asking the question again you can let me know in future episodes yes this has been the hmo podcast episode four i hope you guys are having as much fun listening to it as i'm having as much fun making it um i thank you guys for listening for tuning in for clicking the link it's noisy like and as i mentioned 100 listens okay no it's actually more than 100 listens now yeah so i'm really really thankful like to imagine that my podcast has been played at that number of times wow like it's really really awesome so thank you to everyone who has listened um if you like the music yes i know you noticed that i'm no more using pornography music <laughs> yeah so this music were made by shekina keyboardist and donnie two of the very very dope 
music producers that I know. So if you're a musician, please definitely check them out. And if you're not a musician, you can also just you know check them out. I might be dropping their links in the description. Ah uh, yeah. So definitely, definitely check them out. Thank you to you guys for letting me use your music. And yeah, please continue to like, share, rate, comment. And I think you will enjoy using Spotify better rather than using the anchor link. So continue to check it out. And hopefully the next episode will be dope out to have my friend here. And trust me, you guys want to miss out on the next episode. So till then, hope to catch you guys then. Bye.